0: I'm Carrie Fink, and welcome to this edition of the Kingdom Living Podcast with Glenn Rappel. How are you doing today, Glenn? Hey, great. Thank you,
1: Carrie. This is great to be speaking God's Word today. Thank
0: you. You know, there's so many good messages now in the uh, Kingdom Living series. Uh, we've been working together on these podcasts now for several years. I think we're up to about 74, 75 different messages uh, along the way, and some are so foundational. Uh but all of these kind of come from the perspective of trying to help people really establish who they are in kingdom living. And I've noticed also, Glenn, over the years since you've been publishing uh, The Reple Minute, that uh, Monday through Friday uh, daily motivational biblical piece uh, that people look for in their uh, mail inbox. You can get it, by the way, if you're new to this. Uh, just visit thereppleminute.com. It comes to you free. We ask for nothing other then your email address, and you won't get a bunch of other stuff. You'll just get the REPL Minute into your Monday through Friday email, and you can join the uh, tens of thousands who uh, look at that uh, on a regular basis. And um want to welcome you to this edition of Kingdom Living, because, uh, Glenn, as you've been talking through those REPL Minutes, everything is about Kingdom Living. It's about getting a revelation of who you are in Christ Jesus through uh, the Holy Spirit. And so one of the foundational things that we've talked about really since the beginning is when God gave you the book, Fraud, What God Has to Say About Tactics of the Enemy. This is really the, the kind of like the springboard or the jumping off point that we start to really investigate uh, all the things that God has in kingdom living. And, and And as you and I have pointed out over and over, it's not an opinion show because we are literally quoting scripture and just, it's the, you know, it's the word of God, Glenn.
1: <laughs> you know, it, it really is. And and again, there's no agenda here. There's no hidden agenda except uh, to, to, to look to jesus because he's he is the answer uh to everything and so when we when we have an agenda other than jesus then we're promoting south we're promoting other things so so we're, there's no finances involved here there's nothing uh, the agenda is to bring jesus to the center of everything and so that's why the teachings have just been so great so, so to god be the glory because we see this going out to hundreds of thousands of people all over the world. So we're just so thankful.
0: Yeah, you know, and I have to, I have to remind people, so that's kind of an unusual thing because usually uh, almost every ministry comes back and says, oh, we need, you know, you can support, you can partner, etc." But literally this is kind of a give back uh, moment because uh, as you expe- ex- expand, the reach of the kingdom living uh through the various podcasts and the things that we do kind of globally through social media through youtube through uh facebook and things like that what we're seeing is that it's really establishing and reaching people in corners of the world uh you know i mean we've seen numbers uh three quarters of a million people uh grabbing hold of the the materials and things like that and um you know, it's kind of it's interesting that you, as a business person, um, you're the CEO of a large organization called GA Reppel and Company. You've been in the financial services industry for all these years, and yet you take time from your schedule to make time for the things of God and and teach and share through Kingdom Living. So it's it's pretty exciting to uh, to keep to keep seeing this go and grow and reach more and more people with a concept uh, that. You know, you use it oftentimes in your business too, but we use it oftentimes over here on the ministry side. It's reach your purpose. You know, God. God uh, has has a plan for you. It's a good plan, a plan to prosper, not harm you. And all we're trying to do is help you reach your purpose through uh, through through the through what the Bible says. Yeah, and see, and that's so important that
1: it's it's through business. Is that I I I was discipled in business. And so I can see that that business is a major part of our purpose uh, and fulfillment of of who we are and our destiny with God. And somehow, being in the financial services business, uh, we hear people say, "Oh, you got to retire." Well, no, uh, no, our, our work. Has a purpose, uh, in and to it, so so it, and again, we're dealing with people, and pretty much everything we do in work is a redemptive process because things are broken and we're bringing redemption to that. Uh, people's lives are broken, their emotions are broken, and without Jesus, they're going to be walking uh, in that brokenness. But He came to heal not only physically but emotionally and bring the restoration that we have uh, in our lives, so it's great. So, so work is, is a great. Great place to be and whatever that skill set is we're working unto the lord rather than to man so we bring that before the lord you know he's there and he helps and so take those skills and abilities and, and work
0: yes <laughs> well and that and that's why it's so exciting that we get to move forward on today's message i think this is going to be also quite revelational if you've been uh, uh looking at any of these here recently they've all been uh pointing towards your destiny kingdom living uh you can find them all at thereppleminute.com. But let's roll up our sleeves and dive into uh, into the word for today. <clears throat> so, one of the things we like to do
1: uh, is in each session is put that fraud fire extinguisher on certain things. And again, that's what is, is that when we start believing things about ourselves that's not really the truth, uh, we need to put that fraud fire extinguisher because the enemy is trying to tell us that, oh, this is the identity of who you are, but Jesus is telling us another thing through the Holy Spirit living inside of this. So we're going to put the fire, the fraud fire extinguisher on has not, and welcome in has is that who we are in the has, and so, so what we have is, is we have a has, and, and in that we read in Matthew 13, verses 11 to 12, uh, and this is Jesus, and he answered and said to them, because it has been given to you to know the mysteries of what? The kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been given, for whoever has, Whoever has to him will be given more and have an abundance. But whoever does not have even what he has will be taken away from him. So a lot of times we're thinking in the has not. We're going to talking about why Jesus talks in parables, and and and, and so so because he's he's looking for us. To seek Him, to know Him, and as we seek Him, we're going to find Him when we seek Him with all of our hearts. So, so that's got to be a desire that comes from us. And we're talking about the has and what we, we what we actually have. So, before we get into uh, all the other, it's really important that we go back to to just kind of our uh, it kind of it's a history lesson, but really it's important that we understand our identity and 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 who we are. And how all this has happened is—is is that you know the three greatest questions we ask, or are what are the three greatest uh, uh, historical events ever? And and the first greatest historical event is creation. Is that God spoke everything into existence, and He made carry you and I and everybody listening here in His image and likeness. So when someone says, uh, "Who do you think you are? You're, you're like Jesus, like God." Yeah, I made like So that was a part of the devil's first thing is, oh, oh, you'll, you'll be like God. You can't be like God. Well, that's the enemy speaking to you. And so, so we've been created in, in his image and likeness and in the garden, they put two trees. Uh, they put the tree of life And the tree of good and evil, so when you eat from the tree of good and evil, you'll surely die. And so that's the I am not tree. I'm not like God. And so death comes in. We have the fear. We have condemnation. We have sickness and disease and lack. And and again, what love is not. Love is not angry, rude, envy. So, So we have that tree of I am not. And then we have the tree of I am. I, I, I am tree, which is which is the the tree of 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 love. What love is, and then we have the fruit of the spirit tree. So, so what happened? Uh, the second greatest event was when Adam and Eve they ate from the tree of I am not, and then that's and again a, a question I love to ask us: When did sickness and disease and death come in? It came in at the fall, when, 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 when Adam and Eve decided not to trust God and decided to trust their own ways, and that's when the fall came in, and we, we, we have the kingdom of darkness, and that's this red line, the red line thinking that we're, we're raised in, and that's where we're growing up. That's the, the way of the world. But then we have the third greatest historical event. And, and this is what God knew before he created uh, the earth and spoken into existence. And he knew, he knew that he'd have to bring Jesus himself in the form of a human body, incarnate spirit and God in one person, Jesus, to redeem all mankind. And so this is where the Holy Spirit, uh, where, where heaven came to earth, and, and returned back and left us with the Holy Spirit. So, and again, the fourth greatest uh, uh, historical event is, is really being baptized in the Holy Spirit, where, where the Spirit came to live inside of us. We're born again, the Spirit is there, but it's alive when we seek and ask for that Holy Spirit to come inside of us, and so that's the life that we have now, and so we, our intended purpose from the beginning was to be on this green line, eternal life, and to never die. Adam was never intended to die, but that's both spiritually and physically. That was never the intent of God. This body was made to live. But because of the thinking, the I am not trained. Oh, I gotta die, I gotta die of sickness and disease. And because we're carrying so much guilt and shame and condemnation, not recognizing who we are in Christ and the complete finished work of what he did of removing all sins forever, we live in this performance base, is I the way I get to God is by performing, by being good, by doing these good things. No. Jesus Christ is the answer of how we get to God. And heaven, we've had the teachings on heaven is open now. Heaven is open now. And so this is a scripture that, that has really been important to me uh, uh, and, and just want to kind of teach her because this, this is one that I've been asking over the years. And, and the question that probably many of you have also asked here, and this is getting into the has, the has, and the have not, is is that, and and this is this is the, the disciples approach Jesus and ask, why do you always speak to people in these hard to understand parables? And again, I, I'm sure those listening you probably have asked that same that same question. Why, why? so it's so hard sometimes to get this? And and he explained you've, you have, you have, you have the disciples, this is the have, you have been given, so this is that, you've been given the intimate experience of insight into the hidden mysteries of the realm of heaven's kingdom, so this is important, meaning this is again going back to heaven's open, because Jesus came to, to bring heaven, to open up heaven, heaven to earth, and so you you have been given the intimate experience of of insight into the hidden mysteries of the realm of heaven's kingdom but but they have not they have not so here it is this is us now this is to us for everyone who listens with an open heart so that's that open heart will receive progressively more revelation until he has more than enough. And again, that's what we've been teaching here in these podcasts and the Kingdom Living Series is to receive with an open heart. And that's why people are listening because we're not teaching about religious doctrine and tradition. We're teaching what the word of God about the kingdom of God coming to earth to live inside of us now and be freed of the guilt, shame, and condemnation. So as, and again, this is interesting too, is that one of the things that that, and I think I may have said this in one of our podcasts, but but this just came to me. A lot of times we we call we call the Bible the, the Word of God. Well, really, the Word is Jesus. So as as we read the Bible, what the revelation is coming is all the way from Genesis to revelation is about the word of Jesus coming alive. Everything is about him. So for everyone who listens, and again, listening is hearing hearing uh, the word of Jesus uh, with an open heart, because so many times we can close that heart that, that the word is not getting in there. We'll receive progressively and more revelation until he has more than enough, and it's overflowing. But 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 to those who, want, who don't listen with an open teachable heart, even the understanding that they think they have will be taken from them. Wow. Wow. So people are operating in their own ways, their own thinking will be taken away. That's why I teach. This is Jesus speaking now. That's why I teach the people using parables because they think that they think they're looking for truth. They think they're looking for truth. We as disciples are looking for truth. They think they're looking for truth, yet because their hearts are unteachable, they never discover it. Come on, let's look at that. They think they're looking for truth, but they're looking at truth from a world's perspective, not a kingdom of God perspective, not from a spiritual perspective, because God is spirit and truth. Yet because their hearts are unteachable, they never discover. Although they will listen to me, they never fully perceive the message, the message I speak. Wow. Wow. So let's look at a, another, so, so a part of this is of that the have or has here, is having this, is, is, is and this is in Luke eleven ten 10, is, is that, uh, so it is with your prayers, and this is Jesus speaking again, ask and you will receive, seek and you'll discover, or find, knock and heaven's door, it will, it will one day open for you every persistent person will receive what he asks for so jesus is is here speaking hey, look look seek me you'll find me every persistent seeker will discover what he needs and everyone who knocks persistently one day find an open door into the heavenly into the spiritual world and this is the scripture that just really opened this up for me too you when you seek him you'll find him when you seek him how with all of your heart. So that door opens up. So our job is seeking Him. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. all these things we opened up to you, all the heavens open up to you. So it's important part that we're seeking Him with all of our heart. And this is a scripture that we've been using in, in most all, all of our podcasts and it just it's just so important because I think it just describes the gospel. It describes uh, our, our identity. Uh, It just opens up so many things as to the has. It has our citizenship. It has our glory in the heavenly realm now. And this is in Colossians 3, verses 1 to 4. And one of the things that that was spoken of, too, in the past, but I just want to remind people, too, is when you're reading the Word of God, ask the questions. Write it out in the side of your Bible there and ask the questions. And and so many times you'll find it right away. Uh, But then go into different versions, uh, of the Bible, and, and I personally, uh, I, I'll use the New King James, I'll use the NIV, I'll go with the Amplified Classic, which I really like, which is, is an expanded part, I'll, I'll use the, uh, uh, the Passion Translation, and also the Mirror Translation, and use the footnotes in there, and just, Lord, what, what's this really saying? And so, this is one with Christ in glory, and we're going to see this is now, Christ, look at this, Christ's resurrection, uh, Carrie, Glenn, everybody, is your resurrection too. Christ's resurrection from the dead is your resurrection too. This is why we yearn for all that is from above, for that's where Christ sits enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and authority. And guess who's sitting there with him? We are, we're sitting there with him also. So that's where Christ sits and throws them in the place of all power, honor and authority. So what do we do? We feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill our thoughts with the heavenly, look at this, realities the truth, not with the frauds. We fill our thoughts with the heavenly realities and not with the distractions of the natural realm. And what we do is we're filling our thoughts with the evil and the wickedness, and we're we're putting our our thoughts in, in areas that doesn't bring honor and glory to God. So as we're seeking him we as Lord, teach me, show me, guide me, direct me. That's why the Holy Spirit is living inside of us here. So, so we're, we're, we're uh, fill our thoughts with the heavenly realities and not with the distraction of the outro realm, because this just keeps getting better here. And so my, my, I'm personalized this, my, my, Carrie, your crucifixion, my crucifixion, your crucifixion, listening, with Christ has severed the tie to this life, to this world's thinking, uh, to the natural realm. So my crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this life. And now, and now my, your true life is hidden away in God, in Christ. Now this, you, you have to digest this because these are such powerful, this is the word of, this is the word of Jesus revealing because we're going to get to this here in a second. And as Christ, now this is it, this is where it is. And as Christ, the anointed one, the Messiah, as Christ himself is seen for who he really is. So how we see in Christ. So that's an important part that we just ask ourselves. How do we see Christ Jesus? how do we see him? Is he just a prophet? Is he just a man? Or is he the Messiah, the Savior, the Redeemer? So we're going to look at this in a second. As Christ is seen, as Christ himself is seen for who he really is, who he really is, who I really am will also be revealed. So who you are will also be revealed. So now the scripture tells us who we are. For you, I am one now with Him. In his glory, that's why I like so. You and I and Carrie, we're all one now, one with him in his glory. Now, heaven is open. We, we we're, were crucified with him when we no longer live, but Christ lives in us. And the life we live, we live by faith in the son of God who loved us and gave his life for us. So we've been crucified with him and we've been resurrected with him and we're set in the heavenlies with him. So heaven is open, heaven and earth is open now. And that's why he came to dwell inside of, of, of man. So uh, here's, here's a scripture that, that uh, because one of the things that, that we've talked about in the past is, is, is that red line living and 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 that's the darkness, the kingdom of darkness. and We got the kingdom of God, and so we're seeing we see darkness all the time. So so this is in Colossians one verses thirteen to fifteen also, and and I've got some footnotes here that we're going to be talking about, and and these footnotes really help us. So, so He Jesus re, uh, rescued us from what the dominion of darkness, and it defines the, the, the dominion of darkness, the sense ruled world dominated by the law of performance. And that's us trying to get to God by our religious acts, our duties, uh, our, our, our traditions and doctrines and trying to trying to be good. And, and so he's rescued us from the dominion of darkness and relocated us into the kingdom where the son of love of his son rules. Remember with that all authority, power and authority he God. so and here's the footnotes in, in in here darkness is not a force it's the absence of light so as we as sons and daughters of god are carrying the light with the holy spirit and in, in us that that shines on the darkness a darkened understanding veiled the truth of our redeemed design from us so we're walking in that tree of i am not we're not recognizing really who we are in Christ. What empowered darkness was the lie that we believed about ourselves. So, and again, that's a part of the question is in writing the book, Fraud. What are the lies that I was believed? What's the fraud that I've been believed about myself? The word exosia, which I may not pronounce totally correct, sometimes translates as authority is from ex. Which is our origin, the at part of that or source. And the MI is the I am. Thus, I was confused about who I am. And again, that's what we see in the Dominion of Darkness. People confused about who we are until the day that I heard and understand, understood the grace of God, the truth as in a mirror. Isn't that, a, isn't that powerful? So that's verse 13. So let's look at verse 14. So verse 14, uh, in God's, so this is this is again Colossians 1, 13 through 15. We're going to go through. So in God's mind, in God's mind, mankind is associated in Christ. God's mind sees us in Christ. In his blood sacrifice, we were ransomed. Our redemption was secured. Our sins were completely done away with. That's, that's just something to meditate on. As we receive that and recognize who Christ is and what he did for us, we're going to understand who we are really. And that's going to be revealed to us that our redemption was secured. Our sins were completely done away with. Now, what I like about this footnote here is so many times what I like here is the definition and defining what sin is. The word sin is the word harmatia, and I may not be pronouncing that right either, but it comes from ha, which is the first part of it. A negative or without the meros portion or form. So we're negative, we're out of the, the source. To be without your allotted portion or be without form, pointing to a distor- a disoriented, distorted, bankrupt identity. And that's that I am not true. The word meros is the stem of morphine as in 2 Corinthians 3, verse 8, the word metamorphy with form, which is the opposite of harmasia without form, sin, here it is. Sin is to live out of context, is to live out of context with the blueprint of one's design to behave out of tune with God's original harmony. So when we're living and thinking in that I am not tree, we're living outside that harmony of the redeemed. The redeemed has redeemed us and our sins have been completely done away with. Not our performance base, which is the I am not, we're trying to perform. We recognize who Jesus is, who we are will also be revealed. So as we, as we understand what he did in the full redemption, it just brings us to, uh, and, and then the, the last sentence, sin distorts a life of our design. Jesus reveals and redeemed our true form, not through our performance, not through religious behavior. It's through Jesus Christ, what he did, and he reveals ourselves. So what we see in verse 15 is, is, is really interesting. In him... The image and likeness of God is made visible in human form because he was incarnate, he was spirit, and he is God. In, in, in human form, in order, look at that, in order that everyone, everyone may recognize the true, their true origin in him. He is the firstborn of every creature. creature. So what darkness veiled, this is the footnotes, what darkness veiled from us he unveiled so we can enter into that tree of life. In him, we clearly see the mirror reflection of our original life made in God's image and likeness. The Son of His love gives accurate evidence of His image in human form. The incarnation means that God can never again be invisible because now we are like Him, we are that incarnate spirit and my man with the Holy Spirit living inside us. So, so now God can never again be invisible because he's living, the divine nature is living inside of us. Isn't that exciting? So let's, let's look at another uh, scripture that, that, that we've talked about some in the past here, uh, but we're gonna be speaking about the living truth in, in, in a minute. And this truth is now being unveiled by the revelation of the messiah the anointed jesus our life giver who has dismantled death obliterating all its effect on our lives because the fear of death just in sickness disease is such an important part that causes just the fear but he's freed us from this and all the effects of it and has manifested his immortal life in us by the gospel the gospel of the kingdom of god coming to earth to manifest and his sons and daughters. He's dismantled that. We have a whole teaching on that, one of our, our, our podcasts. So this is a scripture that I've just been uh, uh, speaking over myself every day now as I take communion. And this is just, I, I take the bread, and I just speak this, and, and this has just come alive to me. Now look, look look at this. This is so neat. So so I speak, I speak. This is Jesus now. I speak to you, to Carrie, to me, to, to everybody. I speak what? Living truth, not dead truth. I speak to you living truth because what's being spoken to us is death truth. Now look at this. He's, he's speaking living truth. Unite what? Your heart, your heart to me and believe. And you will do what? experience eternal life. This just one sentence here is so powerful. Just take this one sentence apart. What's he doing? He's speaking to us through the Holy Spirit, living truth. Unite your heart to me and believe, and this is the part here, you're going to experience eternal life. See, so many times we hear you'll get eternal life, but to experience it is something different, and that experience is a now thing. We get to experience it now, and that's what He's want us to do: is experience eternal life now, not when we die and go to heaven, which is taught. No, it's experience eternal life now, and listen to what He's is He's saying here. This is so neat. He's saying, "I am." the true bread of life. Your ancestors ate manna in the desert, and what happened to them? They died. And he comes in here with a but. But standing before you here is Jesus. He's saying this now. Standing here before you is the I am, the I am tree. I am the true bread that comes out of heaven. And when you eat this bread, What will happen? You'll never die. And again, we've done a teaching on on that with Martha. When Jesus said to Martha, you just have to raise Lazarus from the dead, he says, Martha, if you believe in me, you'll never die. And again, is this just spiritual? Spiritual, born again, or is this also physical? Never die. And so we have to allow the Holy Spirit to, to, to so when we eat of this bread, this bread you'll never die. I alone am this living. This is Jesus speaking to us. I alone am this living bread that has come to you from heaven. Eat this bread and you will live forever. The living bread I give you is my body. This body, this incarnate body, which I will offer as a sacrifice so that what? You may live. Now look at what happens here. <clears throat> These words of Jesus sparked an angry outburst among the Jews. They protested saying, does this man expect us to eat his body? See, because they're just looking through the flesh of their senses. They cannot see the Messiah, the Redeemer, the one that has come. So so they're just seeing, seeing this. They could not see in the spirit. So are we also just looking that way, because we have to see, because he's speaking living truth, so we can experience eternal life now. We eat of the bread, we eat of the bread that's bringing the nourishment, the divine nature of God into us, that his DNA into us, into our body, into our mind, into our thinking, so that our, our, our emotions are in line with the spirit, and our body lines up with our emotions, mind, will, and emotions, and with the spirit, and all of a sudden, all that is, the anxiety is gone, the guilt and shame is gone, and we recognize who Jesus is, and as we recognize who he is, who we are will also be revealed, and his glory comes into us now what a great scripture here. I speak to you living truth. So what I I want to look at here is just tie this also to something and just take that first scripture there, verse 47. I speak to you living truth. Unite your heart to me and believe, and you'll experience eternal life. So if we tie that scripture. I started seeing the temple, the tabernacle, all tied together, which is the body, soul, and the spirit, the three parts of the tabernacle, and again, and in, in he is the way, the truth, and the life. We get to experience the spirit and life in the holy of always, and, and we go through Uh, The sacrifice, because we died with Him, uh, we rose with Him. We experience the truth inside of our soul, and and we enter into the holy of holies. So He's speaking, He's living the truth, and our heart is opened up and believing, and we experience that real live example. We we experience Jesus, we experience a living Christ living inside of us, because we this is the pattern, the presence of God, and the pattern in, in the temple. So what what we have here is this is the has. so a part of our has is God's temple that's in us. And this this is Ephesians 2 verses 19 through 22. And again, as, as Carrie said, uh, what we do is is we uh, we're, we're, we're teaching scripture here. this this is not an opinion show. we're we're, we're just pretty much uh, reading scripture here as as, as we see. so, Uh, So when we have God's temple, what we see here, so you are not foreigners or guests, we're in the Holy of Holies, but rather you are the children of the city of the holy ones with all the rights and family members of the household of God. So God's God, the purpose of Jesus is to have many other brothers and sisters, part of the family. You are rising like the perfectly fitted stones of the temple, and your lives have been built up together with the foundation laid by the apostles and prophets, and the best of all, you're connected to the head cornerstone of the building, the anointed one, Jesus Christ himself. This entire building is under construction is and is continually growing growing under his supervision until it rises up completed as the holy temple of the Lord himself. This means that God is transforming each one of you into the holy of holies, his dwelling place through the power of the Holy Spirit living in you. So it's important that we understand that as he's speaking to us, the word of Jesus is coming alive to us through the Holy Spirit. And so as we, we we read in the, the, the Bible, we listen to him speaking to us, uh, the Holy Spirit, we're recognizing that we are the church. We are the ecclesia. We're the called out ones. We are the light. His light is shining in inside of us. So part of the question here that I like to ask, and I probably have asked this before, but but I just thought it's good to ask this again. Has God's kingdom come already? Has God's kingdom come already? Are we waiting for God's kingdom to come? Now, those who have been uh, watching and listening to our podcast, we know that it has come. It has come. The kingdom has already come. And so let's let's look at this scripture here in Matthew 16, verses 15 through through 20. I just love the way this is, uh, this is Jesus is speaking here. Uh, but, but what do you what, what about you, he asked. Who do you say I am? So this is Jesus speaking. Who do you say I am? And Simon Peter answered. And again, I could just see him and, and just boldly say, you are the Messiah, the Savior, the Son of the living God. You're the anointed one. You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. So he spoke this. He is the anointing, he is the savior that came to redeem the world. So this is what we're speaking. This is what we wanna speak like this. So so here's what Jesus replied. We have to understand what this, this is here in this sentence. So Jesus replied, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this, this, so what is the this? What is the this? This was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my father in heaven, I tell you that you are Peter, and here it is on this, mm-hmm. this. So, what is the this? And on this rock, I will build. We need to understand the word church here is the ecclesia, those that are called out ones. We are the ecclesia, and and on this rock, I will build my ecclesia, the call, and the gates of death and Hades. Will, will not prevail, will overcome it. So what is the this? The, this is the understanding of who Jesus is. He is the Messiah. He is the son of the living God. He, he, is, uh, he, he is our savior. And he came to redeem all mankind to bring us back into relationship with God through the Holy Spirit living inside of us. So now he talks more here. So this is the revelation of Jesus again. So Peter knew the revelation. and This is the this. And, we, and I will give you what? The keys, the keys of the kingdom of God, of the kingdom of God. And whatever you bind on earth, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on, uh, loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Then he ordered his disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. And so out of this, what we find is is another scripture. As we understand who Jesus is, we're going to see the rivers of living water flowing through us. And so we have the the, the bread, which is the the bread of his body. Uh, We have the blood, the blood of Jesus uh, that cleanses us from all sin. And let's look at the, the rivers of living water, the Holy Spirit represented here. Uh, then in, and this is in John 7, 37 through 39. Then on the, on the most important day of the feast and the last day, Jesus stood, <laughs> look at this and shouted out to the crowds. All, all you thirsty ones, all you thirsty ones, come to me, come to me and drink. <laughs> all you thirst those that are hungry. I've got the bread. Now those that are thirsty, come to me, come to me and drink again, believe in me so that, so what? Rivers of living water will burst out from within you, flowing from your innermost being, just like the scripture says. Jesus, now look at this, this is important. Jesus was prophesying about the Holy Spirit, that believers were being prepared to receive, but the Holy Spirit had not yet been poured out upon them because Jesus had not yet been unveiled in his splendor so he said remain 50 days after the ascension and the holy spirit will come on them and when the holy spirit came at Pentecost that's when he came to dwell and live inside of man so that's what we experience is this is the holy spirit and the living water and we see the joy that comes Uh, the rivers of living water will burst out from within you, flowing from the innermost. So that's what the word of of Jesus is teaching us as the Holy Spirit through Pentecost. So he ascended into heaven 50 days later, he then came and brought the Holy Spirit to live inside a man so we could manifest earth. So this this is a scripture that we've gone over before, but I think it's just so important because I know when I receive this, it really radically changed my thinking. Because what we're doing is feast on these these things and not on the things of the natural world. So We want to think on the heavenly realm. Uh, there is a divine mystery because we've been talking about the mystery about who has and who has not, and has who has Christ in you, the hope of glory? There's the divine mystery, secret surprise that has been concealed from the world. Again, much like the parables from the world for generations, but now is being revealed, unfolded, and manifested where? For every holy believer to experience. Again, to experience. Now, living within you is the Christ who floods you with the expectation of his glory. Now, this mystery, this mystery of Christ embedded within us becomes a heavenly treasure chest of hope filled with the riches of glory for his people, and God wants everyone to know it. Wow. I mean, these are filled with such rich nuggets here. And in the in the uh, NIV, it reads to them, God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery. And this is what we quote and, and memorize, Christ in you is the hope of glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory. So as we recognize who Christ is, who we are will also be revealed. And so with that, we're one with him now in his glory. As we recognize uh, the crucified, the crucified Christ. So, and what we, we know also is, is the Lord's prayer, uh, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And this is the Passions tra- translation here: is manifest your kingdom realm and cause every purpose to be fulfilled, to be fulfilled on earth just as it is in heaven. So God, so a part of this that, that we ask many times, what is God's will? God's will is explained here. His purpose is is to manifest the kingdom of God here on earth, and how's he do that through his sons and daughters being filled with the Holy Spirit with the light of Christ living in them now? And the light shines on darkness, and that you know, much like you turn the light on in your house, cockroaches leave. You know, the darkness we turn on the light, cockroaches leave. So, we're putting uh, the fraud fire extinguisher on the darkness, and light comes. And so manifest sons and daughters fulfill the will and the purpose of the kingdom realm on earth now. And and in Romans 8, 19, the entire universe, I love this, is standing on the tiptoes, yearning, yearning to, to be redeemed. It's looking for redemption, unveiling God's glorious sons and daughters. So they're looking, it's like redemption is coming through the Lord Jesus Christ living in the sons and daughters of man, manifesting the earth now. So uh, it's really important that we understand what it is we have, and we understand what we don't have. What we have is the Holy Spirit. We have the divine nature of God living
0: inside of us. Wow. You know, as, as we go through this and try to get a revelation for where we are and who God says is, so much of this is a lot like some of the recent episodes Glenn, where this is so important for each individual who's watching this message to appropriate this for themselves because the key that happens is it's all in that relationship. And too often we get hung up in the religiosity. And what I mean by that is the man-made doctrine that prevents that open flow of communication uh, between you and God. And so, what you keep talking about, particularly as you're presenting on today's message, is we have to um, kind of like put that part of it aside and seek uh, seek the seek the kingdom, because it's it's very much like you were quoting uh, from from when the disciples asked Jesus how to pray, and he said, um, and Jesus taught them the Lord's prayer, "Thy kingdom come." On Earth as it is in Heaven, and we have to understand that relationship uh, is what is what opens the door of the Holy Spirit in us, and so that's why this message is so important, Glenn. Yeah, and and, and again, uh, those watching
1: and listening is this has not been opinion.
0: <laughs> no, no. But
1: we've read pretty much Scripture here in, in the Word of God, so so we know that that's what touches lives and heart, and we're not under a a doctrine. Uh, of a really religiousosity that we've got to follow here we're we're trying to we're we're listening to holy spirit those scriptures are there and again we've built these podcasts out to really just spread and that that god uh, that jesus has more brothers and sisters to rule and reign as kings and priests here on earth because that's our job that is that's a job these that's his will is heaven coming to earth and rule and reign here for his children so good, Carrie.
0: Yeah. And you know, Glenn, that's why I think uh, as, as we, as we always come at the end of our uh podcast and you share the Believer's Declaration of Legal Rights, which I want to remind you, if you're new to this, uh you can go, uh, there's a link here on the screen and you can just go and click free of charge, download your own copy of this. It's like a little nice certificate. It's a PDF that you can print out. Um, And, and I like, to say to people like, take this, print this, maybe tack it on the wall where you work or tack it on your refrigerator or set it on the desk next to you or something like that. Because as you move throughout the day, we need to understand and appropriate those things that God has already called us to be. So the great fraud, of course, Glenn, as you talk about in your book, is the enemy has come to kind of trip that up or trick that in a way that we forget who we are and the rights that accrue to us as believers in the kingdom. And so many of the messages here recently, Glenn, uh, things like um, our sonship or heaven is open now uh, or, or to never die, all these messages are so important to reinforce this believer's declaration of legal rights, Glenn. Yeah, yeah it is, because because that that's really, because the enemy
1: took away our identity. Uh, and, and so, I would say that's a major theme of the teaching here, and that's yeah. a major theme of our of, of really the uh, of, of the Word of Jesus is is who Jesus is 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 to know we're in Christ. So. So uh, yeah, well, thank you. Well, let's, let's just read, read this with me, uh, those that are watching and, and listening here is the, the Believer's Declaration of Legal Rights. Because we have to understand in the kingdom, we have legal rights and we're in the kingdom of God and we're citizens. So here we are. I am a special race as a child of God, as a citizen in the kingdom of God, in the body of Christ, in a kingdom of priests. I belong to the family of God. I can enter into God's presence boldly now. I have been recreated into God's image and likeness of love. I manifest and experience heaven on earth now with righteousness, peace, and joy, which is the Holy Spirit. I am restored, redeemed, and recreated back with God the Father, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit living where? In me now. I have the word of God dwelling in me. I have the crown, the crown of righteousness on my head and wear the robe of praise, which is the robe of righteousness. I have the legal rights, I have the legal rights and privileges to use the name of Jesus. I have legal authority as a believer over the principalities, powers, and rulers of the kingdom of darkness. We have power over that, over that. I have through the Holy Spirit living in me the resurrected power to cast out demons and to lay hands on the sick, and they are healed. That's the authority that we have as sons and daughters of God in this in the kingdom of God. That's the way we rule and reign today, is knowing our citizenship, knowing that we're sons and daughters, and these are the rights and privileges we have in the
0: kingdom now. Wow. Heaven's on. Yep. You were going to say, I'm sure heaven is open now.
1: (laughs) Heaven is open now. It's not a later. It's not closed. The sign doesn't say closed. It says it is open and it's flashing. And these are the rights that we have that Jesus brought to us that was taken away that we have now. And it's a beautiful thing. We're co-heirs with Christ now.
0: Yeah, it's like one of the messages, uh, one of the recent messages, new citizenship, and really understanding that. You know, it's like uh, when you when you become a U.S. citizen, you understand that there's a certain number of things that 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 accrue to you, the Bill of Rights, and that's exactly what you talk about in Believer's Declaration of Legal Rights. And so, in just a moment, I'll ask for you to pray a uh, pray a blessing prayer over everyone within the sound of this message. But again, just before we close out this edition of Kingdom Living Podcast, if you enjoy this and you and, and it has meaning for you, please like and share this. You can find it on Facebook. You can subscribe on YouTube. You can uh, subscribe to the podcast channels. And please share it with your friends, because um, God's message is is it's not it's for whosoever will and our responsibility is to share the good news and the good word and uh, have that opportunity for you to to um, to share that as well. And so uh, again, the is a great source for catching up on any kingdom living uh, episodes that you might have missed. you can also, Find the REPL Minute right there every single weekday morning. You can actually uh, leave your email, and we'll send it directly to your inbox. You can get your own personal copy of uh, Glenn's book, Fraud, What God Has to Say About the Tactics of the Enemy. And it's a great place to catch up. Actually, the entire fraud series is right there, uh, for, for you to access as well. And it's just a pleasure, Glenn, to uh, continue to go and grow in things of the Lord as we, as we move through uh, all the teachings in the Kingdom Living podcast series. Uh, it is. It is. And, uh, and we, it's an honor. It's an honor to just be a part of what
1: God's doing here, how he's using, using uh, his word to, to reach, to reach the, the world, the nations. And so we're just so, so thankful and grateful. Let's go before the Lord here. And uh, Father, we, we thank you. We thank you for your word because it does not return void. It's sharper than a two-edged or two-mouth sword. Your word speaking through us, your, uh, your, your your disciples. And Father, just penetrate the hearts and lives of those people that are on this call uh, today and listening and seeing. And Father, just thank you. We, we praise your holy name. And Father, uh, we loose, you we said that whatever is loosed on earth will be loosed in heaven, we just loose your love, your forgiveness, your peace, your joy, your patience. And father that father, you, that that just surrounds your love just surrounds those that are listening. they recognize what you have done through your Son Jesus Christ. And father that your holy spirit just becomes real in the listeners, uh, just draw draw them unto you, and Father, may they seek you, seek you, and find you when they seek you with all of their heart, but we just thank you, we thank you, we thank you for your word, because it does not return void, we praise you, we praise you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you that we have, have this internet, we have these tools, these this electronic media that we can spread your word all over the nations, Uh, We just praise you. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. And uh, thank you, Glenn, for sharing a great teaching again today. And thank you, listener, for joining us on this edition of Kingdom Living Podcast with Glenn Reppel. We will see you next time.